Welcome to Reality Blows. I'm Ashley Brooke Roberts. I'm Nick Maritato. And this is a podcast about reality television. That it is, Ashley. <laughs> and this part of our podcast is um, recapping Champs vs. Stars Season 3. Last night's episode was Episode 4, and it was a doozy. It was a doozy. We had two hot episodes back-to-back. Three and four were incredibly tense. Yeah. Truly. Um, Ashley and I just got finished watching this uh, not 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 more than five minutes ago, and I'm still I'm still shaking. I'm I'm pumped up. I'm not shaken and instead I'm having the opposite reaction. I feel enthused. Okay. Well, why don't we just get into this recap and we'll tell these fine people why we have these feelings. Okay. So the show opens with a recap of last week. And the whole point of this recap that MTV's editing team is going for is to show us that the blue team is fractured. This is a team they are not getting along. Um, the champs have no power. We're Tony and West kind of look like fools over there. Luis, Casper, and Booby are running everything. Tori and Anissa just seem kind of like little like clueless garnishes to this team. And Drake is eating steaks. What did happen over there on the blue team that uh, caused them to sort of not be able to, or at least the champs, not be able to take the reins of the team? I think Luis Hazel, I think she took control. I think Wes thought he was in control. And instead, it was Luis the whole time. Yeah. And, I mean, Hennessy went home, so that should have hurt the blue team. But the blue team has more stars than they do champs, and I'm not sure why. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I assume through elimination and all that stuff. But yeah, I mean, there was... Uh, oh, they lost Cam. Yeah, they lost Cam. They voted Cam in. Yeah, there was a, there were some strategic moves played by the Blue Stars. Yeah. That have put them in the position right now to call the shots. And that's what they're, that's what they're doing. Yeah, Luis is running that team. Yeah. And honestly... Um, because I'm a, I'm a, you know, challenge head through and through. I'm a champs fan. I support my champs. I always want to see the champs win. Guys, support your local champs. Support your local it's champs. Important. I want to see the champs win, but I'm also loving Louise, the sinister stir in the pot villain that she's playing. I don't find her to be a villainous character at all. I find, Are you kidding? No, I, I don't. When, Louise, I don't. Luis, to me, doesn't seem like something somebody I'm supposed to be rooting against on She's show. literally cackling in her interviews. Yeah, <laughs> but everything that she's doing is done out of just being super smart and out of, like, uh, self... Uh, Protection. Know, yeah, because uh, self-preservation, because she knows the way the, cha- the champs think, and she's trying to, you know be one step ahead and so far she has been i will say that her accent lends her a great deal of charm so it's almost difficult for her to be a villain because she's so damn charming yeah but do you remember on her first season season one you know of champs versus at that time it was pros it was all olympic athletes and um you know, she she did that move in the very beginning when the pros were trying to send in who she pretended that she had picked the name of Lola. Lola? Lolo. Lolo. She pretended she had picked Lola. I was thinking Lolita, but it's not Lolita. It ain't. Um, it's a fictional character. We all know that. Okay, so I was picking, she pretended to pick Lolo's name. And that, to me, was the establishing villainous move in her character arc. Because there was no reason for her to do that. She was protected during that. Okay, so here's the thing. 
there was never confirmation that she didn't pick Lolo's name. That's true. Uh, it she was, just she, she just implied read it, and then everybody was like, "Okay, it's going to be." And then uh, she, she was asking, it up, she threw was it ask, back in. She was asking her interview, you know, was that really did, did you really choose Lolo's name? And then she kind of went, mm? you know, she kind of shrugged. And to me, that's more of character building. That's sort of uh, having good foresight on how to be a good TV star. Um, then uh, I assume she did pick Lolo's name. Really? And that, not that it's any less, um, you know, villainous to try to portray yourself. Yeah. But maybe it is. Maybe it's more of like, no, I'm trying to gain, I'm trying to keep some power here for myself in this game, and this is the way that I'm going to do it. It's going to be through my editing and through, you know, knowing how I'm going to come off on TV and building a star out of myself and, you know, it's not just about winning this season. It's about being brought back for the next. Well, I mean, I hate to spend so much time on um, Luis up top, but she is making a campaign for herself on Twitter to be cast on the challenge, the canon oh, challenge. I'm, the I'm with it. Challenge. I'm with it. Yeah, she would be a fantastic addition. So in this recap, in our in this recap of last week's show, they we also see Hennessy go home. We see that the red team votes Shane back in. The red team is solid. The red team is locked. The red team is on the same page for the most part. Um, so that begin, that brings us to the beginning of um, episode four, which is starts with a bunch of different um, socialization scenes. We see a bunch of different people socializing. And mm-hmm. that first group up top we see socializing are Ashley and Drake at the yeah. bar. It's all about how Drake eats steaks. Um, I, you know, then they have like the most really surface level chit chat I've ever seen. Like, you know, Ashley's like, I, you know, stars are doing good. And Drake's like, yeah, I think everyone's being great. And they're like, yeah, everything's going well. I mean, it just feels like these two have nothing to say to each other. And also Drake is a dud. Yeah. What is he bringing to this show? He's going through the motions. He needed something. Uh, His, uh, you know, management and agents were like, would you be interested in doing something like this? Um, MTV kind of likes you. And they were like, yeah, yeah, maybe, sure, that could be kind of cool. Uh, and then he did it, and he's like, okay, I'm not really going to do all of this shit. You know, I'm not going to, like, get involved in, like, the petty drama. I'm going to show up to places with my sunglasses on, and um, since all the food is free here, I'm probably just going to get a steak anytime I'm asked, you know. And, uh, yeah, his little, his mini cut, or his super cut of those, uh, how many times he's ordered and eaten steak, I was like... Boy, they really need to give this guy who actually has some credits under his belt, who at one time was a bona fide star. There, they need to get him his screen time, or he wasn't a good uh, bargain. Yeah, and so they have done this steak thing. I don't know. Did somebody ask? I, you know, I feel like somebody asked Shane to ask Drake about the steak. Like, you know, yeah. like talk to him about something. And he clearly is not fraternizing with everybody. And he just seems like such a sh- he seems he seems like a weirdo. I'm going to say it. He's yeah. not bringing any personality to this. His his lack of interaction with people is um suspect to yeah. me. I'm like, what is this guy's deal? Also, I know from my time in South by Southwest when I hung out with him, I know I've plugged it many times on the show. <laughs> I know from um that time that he was like, I'm 100% a musician. I am no longer 
an actor. Like I am a musician. I'm a serious musician. Yeah. And I think, you know, that was like five years ago. Mm-hmm. So five, six, six years, seven years ago. I don't know. How old am I? Um, <laughs> I think that he, you know, that maybe he's, He's disappointed that his musical career never took off. I don't know well, what you're, this guy's you're, deal you're is. You're reading a little deep into this. I, well, I'm trying to figure this, out his behavior. What this scene is 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 really doing is um, setting us up for the fact that, oh, it looks like the red team as a unit right now with all the players intact are, are having a good time together. They, they seem to be gelling. Well, the blue, well, Drake's on the blue team, so that kind oh. of puts your, your thing to... Uh, rest well it was ashley talking about yeah it was ashley and shane they were chatting and they were like i love hanging out afterwards i'm really having a good time Mm -hmm. i'm glad we're maintaining stasis but she does end that scene by saying there's just something about this environment that brings out the competitiveness in you right okay um so that takes us to the next social scene which is brooke hogan facetiming her dad um where hulk hogan says there's no substitute for victory then we see ct come around the corner and he's facetiming with hulk hogan nick is freaking out next to me. I mean, literally, he is he is grabbing my knee. He's feigning, fainting. Nick, yeah. you were losing your shit. Tell me what was going through your head there. Actually, I was going. Th- I had a, I had a mini stroke <laughs> while that was happening. But you were just fixated on the TV with your legal pad in your hands, and you really couldn't be bothered. Um, but that stroke was brought on by this scene. Boy, oh boy, was I excited to see Hollywood Hulk Hogan uh, talking to Holly Hollywood CT. Um, it was uh, exciting to see Hogan on his little FaceTime screen talking to Brooke, and he looked good, you know. I thought it was a little interesting that this week was the week that the WWE has sort of um, been rumored that they're going to be working with Hogan again um, after all of his weird, uh, scandalous things that he's been doing the past five years. Uh, I guess they figured uh, he's repent enough and it's time to bring him back in the fold. For a while, they were not mentioning his name on the program because uh, they felt like he sullied his uh, image so much. Um, and I just thought it was interesting. All of a sudden, I'm hearing these rumors that he might be back on TV again, wrestling or doing something in the wrestling business. And uh, what do you know? Uh, they uh, show him on MTV. And he is, I believe, making his debut back to television since all of his strange scandal stuff. Um, via FaceTime via with his face daughter. Via FaceTime with his daughter on Challenge Champs for Stars. Isn't that interesting how uh, showbiz works? You get a little rumble that someone's going to come back to their home network and then they kind of pop up doing, I don't know, let's say damage control on other shows. It's like they're all connected or owned by the same company or something. Well, they're not owned by the same company. Clear but, Channel. <laughs> but I will say that... Uh, they're all connected. Yeah, I'm they're sure. They're all Hollywood, feeding each yes, other. Yes, of course. Of they're course. All, pla- they're all passing the plates around. Hey, listen, we're all connected okay the internet all of that i mean stuff. clearly wwe and viacom is very connected miz yeah. is the host of this and he is a wrestler yeah. true or false um yes very true very true uh i would say that uh, hogan came off pretty good as like sort of like a you know uh, a dad who wants to see his daughter compete um i'm not too sure how old brick Ho- brooke hogan is yeah uh she does come off like she's 20 years old she comes off as very young and i would say she's late 20s early 30s mm. if i guess oh i'm gonna guess mid 30s Will you look it up right I mean, now while her, I go? Her reality show on VH1 was on, I feel like, 10 years ago. I would so. say she was early. I think she's early 30s. Um, she has had some work done, clearly. But, you know, 
just just it looks like just your basic fillers botox sort of situation um i think what was interesting was like ct appeared to be in awe and we don't really get to see ct freak out about meeting somebody often you know what i mean like usually people are freaking out about meeting ct ct was like in awe of meeting hulk hogan well ct is a little older than i am and see so ct in my the right generation super right generation technically i'm the ultimate warrior generation even though i was a big hogan fan when i was a little boy but he probably remembers really watching hulk hogan when he was at like the peak of things and a guy like ct uh, a gruff bigger guy an athletic guy probably looked up to hulk hogan at one point in his life 100 percent. so uh yeah this meeting of the minds meeting of the brawn yeah was uh exciting and it uh hogan man he really he, you know he probably doesn't know who ct is but uh the way that he he's just been in this business long enough that when ct was uh kind of entered the screen and they started talking he was like he what up brothered him immediately. Yeah. He knew yeah. exactly how to connect. And CT crumbled a little bit. I did look up Brooke's age. She's 30 years old. And yeah. I apologize to Brooke Hogan. <laughs> yeah. I think she might look older because she's had some fillers. I guess. I guess. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, let's She's move on. doing some preventative uh, face work and, and that unfortunately ages you sometimes. It does. I do want to make a note just because of for what happens later. It does look like Brooke and CT are really hitting it off. Yeah. They're bonding. It's a big deal. I mean... I think my opinion is that Hulk does know who CT is because CT like looms large in the MTV franchise and Hulk was a part of that MTV franchise. Um, Wasn't was, Hogan Knows Best that on was MTV? On VH1. Same family. Eh, eh. Okay. As a stretch. Hogan knows a lot of guys. I'm not too sure he has time for a CT. But. Oh, wow. Okay. So that brings us to our next social interaction, which was super short. It was Ashley, Tori, and Wes chatting at a table and Tori being worried about her performance. She was like, I've got to get MVP today. Like, I have not been playing well. I need that. Blah, blah, blah. And then Ashley said, like, some little, uh, quick sentence and then Wes was like wow that's a lot of syllables for Ashley and then Ashley's like excuse me Wes you can take 500 seats because I am smart I am eloquent I have a diverse vocabulary um, actually she says uh, great grammar and syntax yeah is that what she says? i don't really remember she definitely but says syntax the point is is that wes needs to back off i don't know why he was gaslighting Ash- ashley on that i did not like that wes she was at ash he was ashlighting he was ashlighting her so that takes us to our daily challenge which is called face off and it's kind of like um kickball slash football with these giant emojis and people are bouncing into each other basically all you need to know about this is that everybody is running at full speed at each other with big bouncy gym balls trying to knock each other down or the or trying to knock the one person down that's trying to score. So um, the problem with this right off the bat is that if it is all done by weight, so if you're like a little scrapper like Ashley Mitchell and you're like, I don't know, probably 115 pounds, you know, when you're soaking wet, I mean, she's tiny. If she's running into somebody that's uh, over 150 pounds, it almost like doesn't matter how fast she's going to run into them. She is going to bounce back. She is going to have to take that um, backlash. So the guys are really going to do well on this challenge because of their body weight. So um, this is uh, a Nick note I wrote down here, a little Nick note. We see that the team's all getting 
team standing in line, getting the direction from Miz. And then Nick leans over to me and he goes, Anissa's the only one wearing navy blue on the blue team. Oh, yeah. That was a note of mine. You and, have a conspiracy and theory. And you poo-pooed it. I just was like, shh, I'm trying to like watch this and they're talking. I want to understand the rules. Save it for the commercial break. Well, my thing was during the daily last episode, um, the person that was the only person wearing the dark blue... Everybody else is wearing a royal blue, and then one person is in a navy, dark navy blue suit uh, or jersey. And it's the same jersey, and I've seen the navy come out, so it's the luck of the draw, I guess, what you show up out of your hotel room that day, I assume. But um, yeah, the navy uh, last week during the daily, the only person wearing navy on the blue team was Hennessy. Correct. Who went home because of a, like a technicality. Basically, she left the show. An altercation. An altercation occurred, and you can listen to our recap last week about it. Um, and uh, so she ended up quitting. And she left the show uh, not being sent home. So when this uh, challenge starts and uh, Nick sees Anissa in the dark navy blue, he goes, "Uh uh-oh. Uh-oh. What are they trying to tell us? Yeah. So then we see the two teens, um, the two teams deliberating. Shane has a great line. and goes, I don't, you know, CT's trying to explain to him how to play football, basically, like, because that's the strategy they're going to use here. And Shane's like, I don't watch football. I watch gay porn. Great line. I hope someone takes it and makes it a soundbite. Um, we see Salida in her interview. I literally have no idea what she says. It's so all over the place. Like she is not. She's not good at these at, at the interviews. Yeah. She's not good on camera for the interviews. Who is building something during our recap? And I'm, I apologize to listeners if you can hear someone hammering outside. Yeah, they they probably can't, but there's a chance that they can. So just to let you know, I don't know what has started in the apartment next door to us, but they're hammering some sort of a. Uh, they're putting up a bookshelf. Yeah, something's going on. <laughs> So uh, you'll have to uh, you'll have to bear with us. So yo, go for it, Nick. Um, basically, Salita was saying that she um, she she rose her hand and said that she'd go first, right? Isn't that what it was? I honestly, she yeah. was like trying to explain it as if she had done something that was strategic or something. I'm like, no, what? She was Get just this- she was just basically like, here we go. I'm the big dummy. Who I'm, if there's something dumb that ha- you have to do, don't worry. I'll yeah. say that I'll do it first. And she was kind of regretting her decision to uh, decide to go first in this. Yeah. And I was like, what value does this add? And at the end, um, it, sh- it shows, it turns out that that added None. zero value. None, none zero, value. Zero value. The, the value is that we have a lot of people on this show, quote unquote stars, that like uh, are not really doing anything. And, yeah. they're, and they're not they're not getting storylines Get because of it. Get out of there. Who is that guy on the freaking red team? I don't know. What I've, is I've his now name? forgotten his Who name. is he? I've now forgotten his name. He's the guy from Big Brother. And <sighs> Get I've, him and I've out. Forgotten Starts him, with a J. Him. Josea. Josea. I believe. I, I don't know, I don't but know. I, I, he's not doing shit. Has he said one word on camera? Has he even had an interview portion? Not in the last two or three episodes. Okay, so we see this game. It looks like super fun. I want to play this game. Nick wants to play this game. Everybody's bouncing around. I mean, it does look dangerous, but it does look fun. Um, Ashley hits the ground. Casper, then after Ashley hits the ground, Casper then knocks her head into the ground. She's like, my nose might be broken. She gets up. There's The, the medic comes over. Her nose isn't broken. She... Wipes off her blood. You know, she gets back in the game. Um, and then we would cut to Brooke, who's standing there watching all of it. Like, this is not a safe game. This is not a safe game. Um, she starts to get shook. She starts to get shook. Brooke, Brooke is shook. 
And then um, Nick is like, you say to me, you're like, I like how this show turns people who aren't competitive into athletes. Yeah, I, I, this was a comment based on Ashley Mitchell. Because she got uh, up after she them. got up and just the way that she was, uh, she attacks this game. Because, you know, I watched her real world season. She got sent home um, pretty early on that for kind of acting uh, like an asshole. And then she showed up on that uh, season's challenge and she ended up, you know, having enough camera time to sort of develop a personality, have the viewer get to know her. Um, she came off a lot more fun in the challenge. So and fun. Also started to compete really well. I would yeah. say that she is based on her personality does not seem like she would be uh, a competitive athlete and she wants she has proven herself to be a champ and definitely a competitive athlete and uh people on this show i don't think ever really set out to be athletes but you know basically through the nature of this show and being brought back and this being your career at this point in their lives um it really turns a person into an athlete and gives them an athlete athlete's mentality and you can see that uh in no better place than ashley mitchell yeah she jumps right up she fixes her nose puts it back in place yeah. pops it back in place and then she starts cussing people out i'm the only bitch out here hitting people you know ashley gets into it um then brooke hogan she, it's her turn to go up and she says hey guys i'm not going to do this i'm going to forfeit my turn i'm gonna quit i will i'm not gonna quit the show but i'm gonna not i'm gonna sit out this um challenge this daily and in exchange for that i will go in as the least valuable player yeah. in this female elimination yeah do you think this was a smart move on brooke hogan's part of course not mm -hmm. of course not brooke is like i don't want to get hurt i don't want to get hurt i'm sitting out and it's like well if you don't want to get hurt you shouldn't have signed up for challenge versus stars champs versus stars um kayla says uh, she really let her team down today you know, Kayla likes to say that. Yeah, she does. She enjoyed saying that. She said it with a smile, which I was like, this feels strange. Um, we see CT kick the ball. He plows through everyone on his turn. I mean, it is almost fun watching him do this. He's knocking people over like bowling pins. Yeah. But then doesn't he also mow over Anissa? He does indeed. And then Anissa seems like she might be injured. Anissa is down. She's down. They call for the medic. She's trying to play it off. We get a look at her. Uh, she's crying. She's up on a table. Ankle swollen. They look at that ankle. Great swollen. It's already bruised. Like she's blaming you know, herself. I should have got out of CT's way. It's yeah. like no, you were playing the game. You did the yeah. right thing. Uh, listen, guys. Um, Anissa, if you're listening, I think it might be time to pack it in. I think it, she's just getting nah. she's getting hurt too much on this sh on this Has show. Has she gotten hurt too much? I feel like she's only been she hurt like her twice. ankle, but it's recent. It's like season after season now, and this is a bad one. I mean, later we'll find out when she comes back that she broke her f her fibula. Fibula. I think it's a fib tib tibia f femur. She I don't broke know. something. She broke something in her leg towards the ankle, and um, she's in a full on cast later. I mean, we'll get into it when it happens, but I'm just saying, Anissa, please, for, you, you, you've provided enough entertainment for me. It is time for you to pack it in. I don't want to see you get hurt anymore. Anissa, I say keep coming on the show, but I'd like to see you start hooking up with the young people again. It was fun when you were doing a fun thing with Corey. I think you could bring, you could hook up with some, I, I think I enjoy your social drama. But yeah, I agree. Why not just have her on X on the beach? Why not you have know what her I mean? on X like, the like, There are a lot of other shows that revolve around this universe. Yeah. And uh, she does keep getting hurt. Yeah. Or, I mean, I, I don't know if she keeps getting hurt because it 
It, it, it only feels like it's happened two or three times. She's been on the show for 55 years, and I'm telling you, she's gotten hurt a lot. And there's a lot of uh, what used to feel like excuses are now just real injuries. And um, I, I just don't think that – I just think that she may not be in the shape that it takes to be a competitive person on, on this franchise. Anissa, thank you so much for your service. Yeah, We have course. appreciated you a great deal. Yeah, I love Anissa. I think she's great. And this is a bummer that she's gone, although not really doing much on this season. Right. Um, that takes us to Casper's turn. We know he's on the blue team. Oh, yeah. Casper just like darts around like a crazy man during this. Casper does the only smart move um, that I saw this entire time. It didn't seem like anybody had any strategy for this except I'm going to run into all of the people trying to knock me down and hopefully they knock down instead of me and then I'll win. I mean, no one, I mean, uh, Wes gets kind of close by through brute strength. Devin had a little bit of a strategy, which he, he called like a offsides or something. Basically, he does a fake kick and uh, calls everybody offsides. As they're walking back, he, he really kicks it quickly. But I mean, by the time he got the ball, everybody surrounded him and he tried to do anything. He didn't get close. I mean, Wes got within five yards of it just by sort of popping a few people and moving. CT seemed like he got sort of close. Not really, though. Uh, But what Casper does is he kicks it far. He uses his speed to get to the ball. He creates distance between the defenders and then create by by um, swooping back and forth in sort of a slalom zigzaggy way. He creates distance between them, but but also being able to see different holes. He finds a lane. He creates a lane for himself and then he scores a point. And finally, someone has scored a point, which means that, drumroll please. The blue team wins. Correct. One nothing. The blue team officially wins. Um, so then, um, uh, do we leave there and go to a deliberation? Nope. What do we do now? Nope. We have the uh, Wes and Luis race, um, where oh, Wes, yes. is, Wes convinces Luis to race with him on camera. It's not a race. They're, they're, they're jumping hurdles. I mean, but it's a dash. It it's is, like a 40 yes, but, but it's not, but meter you, dash. If you're not watching this show, you should know that uh, Luis is an Olympic hurdler. Yeah. I believe... Um, she does something with track and field yes which um, (laughs) you know uh, West does not right Uh, and so basically this is set up as one of these sort of side dates that they do to sort of talk strategy and get extra footage and get some story out and uh, we've seen it a few times already where Wes and uh, Luis Luis have like a they have a friendship, they have a bond. but they are not entangled in an alliance, really. They have a mutual respect. I th- Wes thinks they're an alliance, and he at least he thought they were an alliance at the beginning of the show. Let's not forget episode one, where he was like, hey, great to have you back yeah. on the show. It's me. I'm going to bring you in on the champ side. You're yeah. part of our team. And Luis was like, oh, yeah, okay, thank you. And uh-huh, since uh-huh, then, uh-huh. Luis has taken control of the blue team. 100%. And that blue team is crippled. Yeah. She has her her snatching control in that team has really fractured it. But she's she's been able to unify the the stars on her team like nobody else uh has been able to unify a faction on this team so far on this whole show. So basically what you have here is uh Wes is like, "Hey, please uh, you know, race me in some hurdles over here." And uh, Luis is like, "Listen, I don't want to do that. You know, I'm really good at this." And he's like, "Oh, come on, let's try." Uh, Wes goes to like show her his technique. He fakes her he out. He fakes her out, knocks a hurdle down. Pretends a- he can't hurdle. And then L- Luis is like, oh, let's do this. And then so they set it up. They're on a track and uh, it's close, but Wes smokes her. Yeah, Wes wins. And Wes wins and it's really impressive. And you could tell Luis is 
upset and but wants to be really like a good uh you know you want to be a, a a good what do you call it a uh good sport yeah sportsman like. but she's also like i can't believe you just fucking talked me yeah. into racing you on camera yeah, right great. now thank you and then wes has a little chat with her he's like listen you know me and you were together uh we have a an alliance and uh i want you to give me mvp and she's like oh come on don't you think a girl should get mvp it's a girl's elimination a girl should get mvp and um wes is like okay and she and we'll think about it and she's like i'll think about it meanwhile she's not planning on voting a girl in as mvp she's planning on voting cat wait she no. is planning on voting a girl in MVP. well she basically what's going on is immediately following before this little meetup there's a little scene where they have a conversation and they talk about who should be mvp on the blue team and casper is basically like i should i you know it's me because i'm the only one to score the point and that's when Luis was like don't you think it should be a girl that's the blue team deliberation directly following this race we see them in the room and drake says casper should get mvp and tori's like what i want to get mvp and then Luis is like don't you think a girl should get mvp and Devin, Devin, is he on the blue team? Yeah. He's like, don't you think you're being selfish right now, Casper? And Tony's like, uh, you're being pretty selfish. Yeah. You're being pretty selfish. But there were, as soon as Casper wins, he starts talking about how he wants to be MVP. Because going into this little conversation between Wes and Luis, uh, you know, there are comments about Casper. Fuck Casper. You don't need Casper. I, I don't have little man syndrome like he does. You should have me yeah. instead of him. So there it's is just a shit show. There is. It's so the, 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 the blue team is fractured in different ways. They don't know who to vote for. They have a little deliberation where it seems like Tori and uh, Casper are both going to be putting up like uh, elementary school, like election signs all over the place. There's just talk of a, of a campaign basically between Casper and Tori. Tori. Yeah. And also, I don't think Devin's on the blue team. I just said that. I want to correct myself. Okay. I don't think he is. But yeah, so it comes down to this blue team. He's not on the blue team. He's not. Is Drake on the blue team or is he on the red team? I don't even know. Where is Drake? Who is Drake? Drake is on the blue team because <laughs> he was, he? yes, because last time he was sitting next to Hennessy when Hennessy had her Meltdown. freak out and he was also wearing sunglasses and nobody mentioned anything to him. No, I don't think. Okay, so this came up on Twitter. And if you go back and you listen to the thing, the producer says, I just need to make sure you're going to take off your glasses when we start filming. They had clearly already said that to Drake and Drake had been like, yeah, sure, I'll take off my yeah. glasses. All right. Well, we're going back. Okay, we're going to be back. Okay, let's, can we cut to the red team delivery? Sure. Okay, they're having dinner. Everyone's getting along. They seem to be in a good mood until it becomes apparent that CT is upset that Brooke didn't play. He gets upset about it. He leaves the table saying, I hate fucking quitters. Brooke starts crying. Um, everyone cares so much about CT's opinion. Nick turns to me and goes, so many daddy issues flying around right now. Yeah, Brooke's whole um, storyline right now is like, I don't want to let my dad down. I don't want to let my dad down. And now I've let CT down. And CT is, I feel like my dad is angry at me. I feel like my dad is angry at me. It's um, it's a little, I don't know. It, 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 I, I just find it to be not that, that good of a look for Brooke. Now I have a question for you, Nick. Was there, it seems that there was a time where Brooke Hogan was being um, sort of primed to step in to the WWE as a female wrestler. Is that true? I'm sure it was talked about. I don't ever remember her being involved um, in any of that. Uh, but no, I'm sure based on like her size, I mean, she's not fat, but she's just like a big girl. She's, yeah. I mean, she looks like she's about six foot. 
You know what I 100%. mean? And, and um, she's, you know, got some bulk to her, you know, if, if I could say, but still very pretty and, you know, and, and, in, and in shape. So, I mean, she definitely at one point um, could have been uh, at what they were calling them at that time, divas. Uh, and the WWE, I, I'm sure she just did not want the way the based on like the way she's talking about competing here. Yeah, does not seem like she was ever really like a super athlete. Now we have to assume that she's just seen her dad suffer a bunch of injuries over his career, right? I mean, he um, Hogan never had like the real bad injuries. Basically, he just his main move was like a leg drop for yeah. t- 20 years, and that made it. Um, incredibly hard for him to sit down as an older Ooh. man because he was just landing on his like tailbone. F- oh you know, my god! The, just thinking about the the reverberation, reverberations. What am I? What's the word I'm looking for here? Repercussions? No, just thinking of the uh, going up the spine. Yeah, that the, impact. Yeah, yeah, the compression on the spine. I just know that he was he was like a a guy who needed um what what, uh, what are those injections that you get Ugh. to like not feel pain. Yeah. He was like a guy who was getting those like every night before he stepped out into the ring, like towards the end of his career. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm sure he's had like a hip and back surgery and and yada, yada, yada. And the way that he walks around now does not look like his body loves him. So that takes us to back to the house. Uh, Nisa shows shows up. Her leg is broken. Super cast. On total crutches. Yeah. She's upset. Crying. Um, Devin is like, do you still get to vote today? Yeah. A Tori is like freaking out that she's going in. Yeah. Because now Anissa's out and it seems like the champs have no power on that blue team. Um, and then that cuts to a fun little montage of Casper's dog, Roxy. Oh, uh, so cute, Roxy. <laughs> what is Roxy, a boxer? Uh-huh, looked like a boxer oh, to me. Oh, my God, Roxy. MTV, I have a request. When you have an animal like this, okay, like remember the cat that was in the house last season on, um, uh, what not we what was it? not Dirty Thirty um, Invasion? In, no, the one we just watched. What was the the season? Okay, there was like a cat showed up at some point, and we were like, have there been cats in that house all along? When you have a dog on the show, okay, give us more clips. Don't just introduce it for three seconds on the fourth show. Let's see that dog throughout the series, hanging out, having breakfast. Um, what a cute little dog. And then we cut to a scene where Booby, Luis, and Casper are chatting. They're saying, we run this shit. This is what we're going to do. This is who's going in. Booby then uh, mentions that uh, he's very happy with uh, his position in the alliance because Casper and Louise are doing all the dirty work and he can kind of just kick back and enjoy it. And uh, that's what's been happening. A hundred. I yeah. mean, let, but, but I think Booby's not um, giving himself enough credit. I mean, the double cross, actually the triple cross on Cam um, in episode one or two, set the, star, set the stars on the blue team up for the way, the position that they're in now, which yeah. is in total control. Yeah. Um, so we go to the voting room and there are campaign posters all over the wall that say like, vote Casper MVP, vote Tory MVP. You know, Ashley's like, this just makes this team look so fractured. Somebody like took a trip to like the, um, Michaels the, yeah, or the Walgreens or Hobby something. Lobby. Yeah. Uh, when, when the show wrapped for got that, some glitter. that night and went and got glitter sticks and, and pens and markers and a bunch of Oak tag really did it up. So then the Miz comes in. He's like, Salida, we know that you have immunity because CT gave it to you last week. But unfortunately, 
it means nothing because there will not be an elimination. Anisha, Anissa is going home. There will be no female elimination this week. Wow. Big stuff. <sighs> yeah. And then uh, the blue team votes their MVP. Mm-hmm. Their MVP is Luis. Yes. And the Miz says, Luis, you get a power play. And your power play is that you get to trade one player for the blue team for a player on the red team. And then Luis leans over. She whispers back and forth with Casper's ear. And only Casper's ear. Only Casper's ear. I mean, Tony and Wes just like look like the most defeated. Yeah, really. They look like little lumps on a log. Just could not be. My question for this portion of the show is there must have been a heads up between uh, bef- before uh, the show or during the season of like what the power plays might be. Yeah. This was a little too slick. Hey, we're finding out that you can make a trade. Literally nobody else on the team decides to say anything, or at least that's the way they showed. And only Casper, even though Booby Casper and Luis or only Casper and Luis have a conversation as if Booby had already weighed in or knew that like, hey, if this comes up, like let us take care of it. We'll make our move that we want to make together. There, It just seemed like it was like, even if you thought you had no power, which Wes at this point felt like he had no power because he threw his vote away. He threw his vote away. He could have away. tied things up or he could have done something. He threw his vote away. Tony, even if he didn't think he had any power, Tori, even if she didn't think she had any power, she would like at least pipe up and be like, yo, maybe we should talk about this, like something. But there was like, it was almost as if this had already been told to them and Luis was like, listen, I'm going to go with the stars so y- y'all can say whatever you want, but I'm not going to, you know what I mean? It, there was not even a clawing. A hundred percent. And also speaking to that, when the Miz said this, the camera was on the Miz, but there is a clear voice in the back that goes, I knew it. Yes. So I, someone I knew, knew it. it was going to happen. Well, I knew it was going to happen, and I could have taken that as they were all they were informed, or also like they're all like talking, like what do you think the other power players right. are going to be? You know, maybe trade. And and yes, but if that was the case, I do feel like the other people on the blue team would have said something. Right. It was very strange that Tony and Wes and Tori, everyone's just sitting back, letting Luis and Casper talk about this, and then they decide to trade Tori. From the blue team for Ashley from the red team. Ashley has a fucking meltdown. Loses it. Epic Com- proportions. Com- completely loses it. Has to walk out in the parking lot, throwing yeah. her shit around. Tori tries to give her like a hug. She's like, we're both getting screwed. Now she's like, don't fucking touch me. Like Ashley goes out in the parking lot, throwing her shit freaking out crying you know so upset so angry and her whole thing that we hear as she's like talking to a producer is like i'm fucking running the red team like they are they're putting me on the blue team now i'm gonna have to go into the female elimination every time like that is what's happening yeah her whole thing is like you want me to go home you want me to go home you want me to go home and then comes back in the room super pouting like no no not even pouting she's going fuck you bitch yeah 
two Louise. Yeah, it, it's getting crazy. It gets crazy in there. And uh, basically, it's so uncomfortable. During this meltdown, she makes the dec- declaration that, okay, you want me on this team? I'm going to make sure y'all lose every single one of the challenges. Yeah. Every single one. Yeah. And she's like saying over and over again, fuck you, and bitch. She, fuck you, bitch. I'm and, like, yeah. what? Is and she was happening? like, I'm going to make sure you, I'm going to make sure you lose every single one of your challenges. Every single one. You want to know why? Because I'm a vindictive bitch. That's yeah. what she was saying. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, no, I'm a, sp- I'm a spiteful bitch. That's why. Yeah, it yeah, was. it was crazy. It was like a real tantrum. It was. First off, I'm always happy to have Ashley on the television screen. And this did make me uncomfortable. It was almost too much. But it was nice. It was nice to have some sort of a reaction. You know, if, the, if Luis had just traded people easy peasy and it was like, okay, see you guys next week, then we wouldn't have a killer ending to this show, yeah. which is Luis's um, interview where she goes, you know, did I, what, wh- sure, Ashley's a good player, but I did it that cause I wanted to rock the boat. Yeah. And then she throws back her head and cackles. Yeah. And that's the end. And that's the end of the show. Episode four. Uh, guys, this thing is heating up y'all. I mean, seriously, we had two back to back meltdowns. Um, and, uh, I'm loving it. Yeah. Uh, you and know, I know another one's on the way uh, from, uh, previews. Oh, I don't even remember that. Don't oh, even spoil okay. it for me. Uh, I'm enjoying this show thus far, guys. I hope you are, too. I hope you're enjoying our recaps as well. Uh, Don't forget that we have uh, two shows a week. Our first show comes out on Monday mornings. And that's just, you know, uh, a basic breakdown of reality TV with me and Ash and sometimes a guest. Um, You know, if you're not into the recaps, which if you're listening this far in, you probably are. But if you're only into the recaps, why don't you try out our other episodes, too? Just because um, if you like this type of a show, you'll probably like all the other shit that we talk about. Yeah. Yeah, this Monday we had the great Sachi Ezra on yeah. who talked all about uh, Queer Eye and The Bachelor, mm-hmm. and it was a great app. It was a really nice episode. Um, we read a uh, a email from a fan. Woohoo! Um, Shout out to Alex. Yeah, Alex was... Uh, um, was nice enough to email us you can email us about anything about yeah. this show that we're recapping now about our show reality blows about any sort of reality something you show. might be going through in your life yeah. we'd love to hear about it our email address is um reality blows podcast at gmail.com and you can always find us on twitter at reality blows pod you can find me ashley brooke roberts on twitter at ashley b roberts and you can find nick on instagram at Nick Maritato. Just search my name because that is also my handle on Instagram and follow me. I try to do a lot of fun stories and whatnot. Also, before we leave you, uh, we always like to encourage you to give us five stars in the iTunes store or the Apple podcast app, whatever you're listening on, uh, and write something nice about us. It's, um, you know, uh, you guys do this every so often when we ask for it and we get uh, really excited because it really does help us with um, visibility on, uh, you know, this vast sea of podcasts that you could be listening to. Not it's, just visibility, but also serotonin release. Yeah. Like you are flooding my body with yeah. feel good hormones. Yeah, so thank it. you for that. Yeah. And uh, okay, as always, guys, uh, may the Miz be with somebody. And also with shirts. Shout out to Ms. and Mrs. <laughs> on USA at some point. I'm going to be watching that. What uh, was Ms.'s shirt about? Someone was like complimenting it at the deliberation. He was like, yeah, I have good shirts. Oh, yeah. He had a sweater on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway, I like the Ms. Uh, he really uh, he really had a great matchup backlash. Okay, All you right. guys ready for our Ms. podcast? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye.